Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the Chancellor himself. Chancellor Zero in the building. What up, Zero? Everything is looking up except for this facial hair. I really look like Dick Dastardly out here. <laughs> <laughs> He's a drat and double drat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and of course, we have the Duke of Devon and his Lando in the building. Tune in every week. Wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday. Follow us on TikTok. Add some, uh, I've been meaning to get some TikTok stuff up there, but we had a situation with Zoom and now I don't have enough space to make videos. So I have to, <laughs> I have to uh, offload those um, off of everything into an external hard drive and then I'll be able to make videos, but um, we'll be on it. We'll definitely be on it. Apologize for those who uh, like us on TikTok and uh, follow us on Astro.media, um, on Instagram, and join the conversation. Um, they're definitely going to start posting more in the group, um, actual podcast conversations so we can discuss some of those things. And anybody who wants to participate, join the group. Um, but in the meantime, Zero Hours Your Week. All right, so we talked about earlier, but at work, I said I needed some relief. I told my uh, safety inspector I needed some relief at work. Like, you know, I'm doing all the driving. I got to do all the paperwork. I got to do, it was like, I got to help with demolition because it's just me and my partner. It's a lot of stuff that goes, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the lead tech situation. I need, I just need relief driving because if I got to go to from one job to another, I can finish up my stuff without having to worry about getting in trouble for being on the phone. For me to now be monitoring jobs and for me to be driving by myself. So when I said I need relief driving, the solution that they came up with was now you're going to be working by yourself so now i'm doing now i'm doing what i did want to do and that's all the driving so it's like it's like you lose either way because i'm like i don't want to be tuckered out driving all over the place and what you do is leave me by myself to go all over the place. Like, it don't make any time. Like, to go to more places now. Instead of, like, maybe two or three, now I'm going to 11 or 12 places in a day. Instead of going to maybe one or two cities, I'm more likely going to every city so it's like, so it, it just turned into some nonsense that it didn't need to 
turned into. But other than that, um, everything else has been everything else has been good, you know. And so besides that, besides their uh, their failed solution at helping me out, it actually it was like everything else has been really good. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Friday took the Duchess out to this um, restaurant called Aberdeen Barn Steakhouse, and um, it was a n- nice restaurant. Um, it's actually pretty close to my house or our home, and uh, but it was funny. So, to be honest, she ended up getting into that restaurant because of an argument she had that pissed where she was, uh, how I felt that she was taking jabs at me, which she was, and I told her to cut that mess out. But it got me to do what she wanted me to do. So I guess um, she probably should do it more often. Don't. If she's listening, don't. This is gonna make it worse. <laughs> you got me this time. <laughs> but don't count on it. <laughs> don't count on it to happen the way you want it to happen. But so um pick this place. I, I didn't I looked at the menu and I was like, yo, this is um this is expensive. But I was like, you know what? It's for my Duchess, we'll make it happen. So I go, we go, um, the lady who sits us, who sits down with us actually shares a name with um, with with our daughter or with one of our daughters. And um, so she was like, oh, it's gonna be easy for y'all to remember and all that stuff. And so um, I was like, okay, bet. We then, she starts to tell us a special. She was like, we were like, hey, it's our first time here. Oh, da 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 da. She was like, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all the specials. This is when I was this is when I knew I was in trouble. She says, um, yeah, so we have our sirloin and lobster tail um special for 124. I was like, $124. Oh, <laughs> no. She nope. didn't mean it. <laughs> and then she goes, yeah, and we have, um, uh, there was another, it was a New York strip with a uh, lobster tail. I forget how much that was. Then she said, um, yeah, we have our Japanese wag. We have our Japanese wagyu. Um, for... Two forty-eight. Nope. For the for the um for I think it was an eight ounce or six ounce and like two seventy-eight for whatever the big one was. So I was like, oh okay, this is how we do. All right, well. Um we're gonna go ahead and make that work. So so I was like, I bet. Um, so overall, the night ended up costing us like 250, 242 to be exact. So 
you know, it was, but I will say this, the food was definitely, the steak I had was the best steak I've ever had. Like not even close. So, so I'm like, all right, bet. We'll, um, um, but I'll go there again. I'll go there again. I don't, I'm, I wouldn't spend 250 again, most likely. No, you know, I shouldn't say that because they had like tomahawk steaks and I'm, I want that, I want that Wagyu. You know what I'm saying? Like that thing is too fitty. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's that, I need to find out what a $250 steak tastes like. It probably won't be no time soon, but <laughs> those people, those people who's like who my list is like, oh, he's broke. I- I'm sorry that I ain't making 400 grand a year like some of y'all women are requiring for your person to be, you know, for a person to get your hand in marriage. But uh, nah, this podcast don't got that many listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we don't look, we don't have that many sponsors. Actually, we don't have any. But anyways, I digress. So then, um, but today, um, we're recording on a Sunday. So today, I watched um, Yu Yu Hakusho all day. And I watched um, the movie from Will Smith, Emancipation. And um, <clears throat> it was a good movie. It was a really good movie. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's on Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, anybody who wants to see it. Um, but that's the second movie I watched on Apple TV Plus, and none of them have uh, disappointed. So I might, I'm actually paying for it. So I might, I might, um, I might need to go ahead and make and make that a part of my normal when I'm looking for something on TV um, or something to watch. I need to probably check into that a little bit more. But. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much out my week. So let's um, let's get to these topics. First of all, I want to talk about the playoffs so far. So three of the four games are over right now. The uh, San Francisco 49ers um, are up uh, 19 to 12 with three minutes left in the game. Um, y'all know I'm a die easy San Francisco fan because of my boy Steven. So hoping that they pull this one out and I bet on them and I bet on them to cover. So they need to keep this lead. So anyway, <laughs> they need to go ahead and get a pick, pick six to end this. <laughs> so I can feel good. I can feel safe. And then, um, but uh, Kansas City, unfortunately, my brother's team lost. Kansas City beat the Jaguars in a com- fairly competitive game in the beginning. Um and then that one, I don't know who it was, had made that crazy one-handed interception um, to kind of seal the fate of the Jaguars. Um, yeah. They ended up scoring, I think, a field goal after that, but that pretty yeah. much sealed the fate of, of the Jaguars. Um, and shout out to Trevor Lawrence. I had him preseason as a top five quarterback. Um I would have to look. I'm going to do that once the season is completely over with the Super Bowl to do my what um who I think the top five quarterbacks are. To be honest, I could probably do it right now, but I don't know. I might do it now. I don't know yet. 
But um, I'm not sure if Trevor Lawrence makes the top five. You know, I would like for him to be top five. Yeah. Um. And uh, and then we had um, what game am I missing? Giants. The Giants finally the pumpkin. Um, they, the cares finally turned to the pumpkin on the Giants. Um, they had a solid season though, uh, and hopefully they can build upon this season. Um, with the quarterback play and everything like that. Hopefully, Daniel Jones can start to get better. But the Eagles, the Eagles showed that they are what they're a completely different team with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, um, what's your evaluation on the games this weekend so far? Um, Cincinnati is a team to be reckoned with. For one, Kansas City. Kansas City basically showed Jacksonville that they still have. Uh, it's a Prince of Tennis quote. You still have a ways to go. Because, because um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a we could say is good but they don't have the talent or the explosive plays to capitalize on something like the Mahomes injury that happened they sprained his yeah, ankle. He his ankle oh that's gonna be a situation for next week yeah so um the Giants yeah the Giant. yeah what's it called the Eagles prove they're the class of the a- of the NFC. Saquon can't do it all by himself. But let's yeah. see if Saqu- let's see if Saquon is there next year. Like I know we talked about earlier in the year about um all the running backs that are going to be in um, that were going to be free agents. And I'm thinking, let's be honest with ourselves, half of them are going to be franchise tag. So it's like, it's like that's why I hate why looking at free agent lists because you'll see a whole bunch of uh. Would you franchise tag? Of, what would you franchise tag a running back? Um, depending on supposedly time a dozen. Um, what's it called? As much as folks want to say they're a dime a dozen, that's the problem with uh. That's why I hate, yeah, the media, that's why I hate, like, the media will sway you to make it seem like running backs aren't really that important. And then you have, but then you have players like Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. You have a, it's like Nick Chubb, you have a plethora of running backs that are the team and folks really want to turn around and make it seem like um, running backs are a dime a dozen. I really don't like that. I really don't like that narrative when they push that narrative because then they try to undervalue those those same players. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, they got a short shelf life. Everybody in the NFL has a short shelf life. It just depends on if they have the ability to extend that shelf life. 
and that's then I think, and that's why I hate the narrative about the running back, no wrong running backs being undervalued, or they shouldn't be first round picks, or they shouldn't get paid this, they shouldn't get paid that. It was like, if that's your guy, what, what, what was what did y'all say? Pay the man. Yeah. That, so, but um, and uh, San Francisco, like they. I think San Francisco will give the Eagles a run for their money, but I think, but with uh, the Eagles winning and San Francisco more likely holding on to this win, San Francisco's run ends on the uh, on Championship Sunday. Mm. Because I because the Eagles have the defense, they have the corners, they have the athletes to yeah. be able to stop yeah stop the the quote unquote Brock party yeah um Brock Purdy has not played particularly well um today as far as what he's been doing over the last six weeks um but they're winning right now let me ask you this um the Cowboys they took the ball they returned the ball um, off the kickoff to the 17 yard line they just went three and out with two minutes left in the game do you punt in that situation or is everything four down territory everything is four down territory so I don't understand why you that's I I just saw that I'm like they just punted why would they do that when they need a touchdown to win and it's two minutes left. Like for one, why, was the kick short enough for you to actually need to he caught, return yeah, he the Because he cut it, caught it on the one. So let me ask, I don't I don't know this much about the rule. If, the, if it's a touchback, is it because it lands in the end zone or can it land, hit the one and go into the end zone and it's still a touchback? Uh... Because if it's short, then yeah, I can understand. Like yeah, you get it at the goal line and you take it out. But if it's if it's if it's not if it if if it's as long as it rolls into the end zone and it's a touchback, I think it has to roll. I take it out. I think it has to roll into the end zone and actually exit the end zone for it to be a touchback. Or it could roll into the end zone, you pick it up and kneel in the end zone for it to be a touchback. Yeah, which nowadays they don't bother doing that. Yeah, because what's it called? As long as you did, as long as you didn't touch the ball before it went to the end zone, and you can get it and kneel, it's going to be a it's going to be a touchback. If you touch yeah, the ball I mean, before, if you touch the ball before and then go into the end zone and kneel, go ahead and give up them two points. Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a clock a timeout burn right now. Because um, yeah, because I, that's probably what they were trying. You said Purdy isn't playing very well. Yeah, and that was another thing because they were on the eight. They were on the eighteen yard line. No, they're on the they're on the Cowboys seventeen yard line. I'm like, it must uh, be because it's not playing well because they went for the field goal on fourth and five. And it's like, okay, do you you've been locking their defense down all game? Should you go for the touchdown to seal the game? Or do you kick the field goal and have the defense make it up? But I think I think that from what this looks like, it looks like it was the right move because 
you kick the ball short, force them to return it. They didn't return it very far at all. And they were forced to give you the ball back um, right at the two minute warning. So yeah. um, it looks like it's a right move, but I, I'm me personally, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going for the, for the touchdown. Just, a, just a, if I, cause my defense is good enough to keep you out of the end zone. Cause you haven't been in the end zone all game. Yep. And they just, they just broke a 15 yard run. Um, but they got pushed out of bounds, which is, which doesn't force Dallas to burn the timeout, but they're in Dallas territory. Um, but anyways, uh, the, I forgot all about the Bills game. That The Bills, the, I knew, <laughs> when I found out what the weather was, I was so hurt because I had picked the Bills from my parlay. When I found out that they weren't, that they were, it was going to be played in the snow, when your quarterback is your running game, you're oh, not going to win that game. And Joe, and also, where where is Joe Burrow from? Like, where is he from originally? Do you know? I think he's from Ohio. Okay, now that makes a little sense. I'm about to say because this dude came from Louisiana to, to fling that thing on y'all in the snow. <laughs> I mean, he Joe was Thorough. He was at Joe Ohio Thorough. State before he transferred. But he didn't play though, right? No, nah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to go look up where he's from. I'm about to go look up where he's from. But uh, I think he's from Ohio because I think they said there was a hometown pick when they picked him. Yeah, he was a. Uh, he's from Ames, Iowa. Uh, Iowa, Iowa. Well, oh, not, okay. not, he, he was born in Iowa, but his it is hometown because he's um, his high school is. Um, he went to Athens High School in the Plains, Ohio. Okay. So it, it would be an Ohio, yeah, he would be an Ohio guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, we were born in Connecticut, but we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't make sense. But yeah, you know, so um, Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes. Um, Joe Burrow's 4-0 against Patrick Mahomes. Do you think Mahomes gets his, gets his get back? No. Cause here, cause my, cause here's a, yeah, I think the uh, Bengals are going back, going to uh, back to back Super Bowl. My, yeah, the thing about uh, how often does that happen that a team loses the Super Bowl and gets back the next season? I think the four straight Bills is the only one I can think of in recent memory. Yeah, because I know the. Yeah, because the the year the Rams had lost, I think the 49ers went the following year, so the Rams didn't uh, go back to back. Uh, yeah, I think it's just the I think the Bills are the last team to do that. I had to go look it up. The Cowboys have burned their last time out. Um, but it's third and nine on the Dallas 43. Um, but the playoffs have been entertaining so far. I'm not gonna lie. Um, um, but but that 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 Bills game that was that was very under. I, I I expect to be a competitive game. But in all honesty, before the Demar Hamlin thing happened, it looked like the the Bengals had a pretty good handle. The Bengals okay. could have beat. Good. No, go ahead, go ahead, go 
Um, if the Bengals can beat um, if the Bengals can beat the Bills and the Chiefs, uh, and that like they sh- they probably should be favored in the Super Bowl. Yeah, because the because the tougher road was in the uh, tougher road was in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, answer the question. The nineteen seventy. Oh, this is it. It says the nineteen seventy Cowboys and the two thousand seventeen Patriots are the only teams to lose the Super Bowl and bounce back to win the title the next year. The seventeen Patriots. They lost to the Eagles, and then they, then they beat who? I think that's when they beat the Rams. They beat the Rams the next year. Yeah. yeah so, um, well, I was even thinking about winning. I was thinking about more of the the back to back situation. So uh, the Patriots are just the back, to go the back. Last back, just to go yeah, back. The Patriots are the last. Uh, yeah, I forgot all about that. Patriots or is it Chiefs? Uh, I don't think the Chiefs went back to the Super Bowl. No, the Chiefs were only. She's only been to one Super Bowl. No, they lost to Tampa Bay. Well, they've been to two Super Bowls, but they won. They won before they lost. Okay. But yeah, the question was lose and then go back. Yeah, the Cowboys, have to, the Cowboys have to travel 94 yards to tie. <laughs> Like I said, you're, you're in four-down four territory. Regardless. And your best offensive weapon it was, um, was out early in the game. And, uh, Tony Pollard, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because honestly, yeah, honestly, I don't... Uh, you have C.D. Lamb, but what's it called? The that Well, that defense is too... Uh, I think that defense is too good in the secondary to think that C.D. Lamb was going to do his uh, thing from the slide, just get over, yeah, just get his get back, or get get whatever it is that he wanted to get. Yeah, yeah. but I don't like my the when you asked the the initial question you asked about, uh, will Mahomes finally get one? Factors that I think that I think about. That, honestly, I think of the. I think the Chiefs are lucky that it's a neutral field because the Bengals had to win in order for it to be a neutral site game, I believe. No, the Bills had to win. Oh. They're, go- they're going okay, to Kansas cool. City. Okay, cool. so let's X that out. Um, but I think uh, let's see what happens with Mahomes' ankle because he was still gimpy the rest of that game uh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, let's see what happens. Um, What's his name? Even though, even though they got Travis Kelsey, they really don't have much of a big play threat like they had with Tyreek Hill. So they're yeah. yeah Tyreek Hill was a non-factor last year, man. All right, so let me see. But he was also they beat them this year too. I mean, they they play competitive close games, so yeah, it's going to be a good game, um, regardless. But. It did uh did Jamar Chase even play the first I don't think play? I don't think he did. Because if he did, there's another factor that who's gonna stop 
Jamar Chase because what's it called? The uh, I think yeah, because the Chiefs have the most physical quarters in the league because they play the most press coverage or the we have the most press and bump and run coverage in the NFL. But I think Jamar Chase could it could uh yeah, but you know it wasn't in, I think Christian Kirk had dropped like two passes that were gonna be like short touchdowns. Like yeah. Jamar Chase ain't dropping those, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he, so it's he like either. and they got they the Jaguars were able to get behind the, the Chiefs defense. So um they gotta fix that if they plan on winning. Oh, definitely. So, so I think. Uh, so it look. So, in my personal opinion, it's gonna look like it's gonna be a Bengals Eagles Super Bowl. Huh. Yeah. Um. I'm going. I'm going with the 49ers. Um. But. 49ers 49ers if the 49ers go I don't think they beat either the AFC teams if the Eagles go I think they're the only teams that that I think they I think they beat the Bengals but lose to the Chiefs but it's funny because um Joe Burrow if he gets back to the Super Bowl he said like his whole career is his Super Bowl window and everybody was like oh that's cocky I'm like no he's not wrong John 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 Elway won two Super Bowls. Can't go up leave. So you exactly. can't say that his whole that it, that his career wasn't the Super Bowl. Exactly. And he went to three three Super Bowls prior to that. Exactly. So, so you know it's just hey, do you think? Um, Joe Burrow was a guy I was wrong on. I didn't think he was going to be a bust, but I didn't think he was going to be. I thought he'd make a couple Pro Bowls. Um, be a solid, good quarterback, maybe a Phillip Rivers type, Tony Romo type. Actually, I compare him to Tony Romo coming out um, with less turnovers. Um, so I figured he'd be a, a really good quarterback. But um, the dude, I mean, Joe Thorough, man. Like, <laughs> Joe Thorough. Like, yeah. That dude, him. Him and Patrick Mahomes are clearly the two best quarterbacks in football. Like I, I don't think any like I don't think anybody can argue that at this point. Um, but you know, people well, people will argue with me about it. They won't argue with you, but we'll leave that for another. <laughs> we'll leave that for another day. But um, man, let's let's get to the nitty gritty, though, man. Uncle Shay Sharp, man, Shannon uh, Sharp out here trying to get busy on the damn Grizzlies, man. Yo, what? All right, so Shannon Sharp is barking from the sidelines. Dylan Brooke barking back from the sidelines. Stephen Adams escalated the whole thing. There's no reason for him to run over there. And then that's when other staff started getting involved. Uh-huh. And then it turned into this big scuffle or whatever. No fists were thrown or anything like that. Shannon Sharp said, he said, F you. I said, you too little to guard LeBron. He said, F you. I said, F you back. Then pretty much t- he, he like, yo, like come do something about it then. And, um, and then he 
then it turned into a big thing. And uh, T. Morant ended up getting involved. T. Morant ended up getting involved and, and, it, and he, it wasn't, he was, it looked like he was trying to calm the whole situation down. Yeah. And, um, but Shannon was already amped up. And um, I love it. I love it. Like, now I, I really don't care for like people on the sideline to talk trash, but like, uh-huh. just because you getting done in by LeBron, which you know, LeBron was really only scoring on Dylan Brooks, so Shannon Sharp did have a point. Like, put somebody else on, but like, you ain't. Why are you listening to somebody chirping from the sidelines forty five feet away from you? <laughs> And then, like, um, I, I got a friend of mine on Facebook. He was like, oh, Shannon ain't want no smoke. Well, Shannon was the one who ain't want no smoke. He he tried to, he, he um, he tried to approach, he, he approached the right one. I'm like, what, what, bas- what basketball players are fighters? None. When's the last, when's the last, I can't even remember the last time I seen a basketball player throw a punch. Last one yeah, I remember. What? Last one I remember is Carmelo Anthony. Then he backpedaled like was Darrell Revis out of there. Yo, my band was playing cover three after cover, that. Cover four, cover four. <laughs> Yo, whatever coverage he was playing, it was like Yo, he had that cover he had, he had that deep he had that deep quarter taken care of, boy. Yo, well nobody getting behind him. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's the last time I remember somebody throwing a punch in an NBA game. Now there might have been one more recent. That's just the last one I remember. No, but no, no, that was the last one. Let's put it this way. Actually, no, no, no. Remember, uh, Rondo uh, gave that little rabbit punch to uh, to Chris Paul after that, when it was like he spit in his face. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a. La- after Carmelo, I think after Carmelo, Rondo was the last person to actually throw a punch and connect. So, I'm just saying, there's a punch thrown in the NBA once every five years. Like, let's just put it, let's just give him that ratio. For you to sit there and be like, oh, Shannon Sharp, he, and then he, he had posted a picture and Shannon Sharp, you know, all diesel and stuff. And he was like, he probably got a glass chin. I said, the dude ran his face in a 300 pound man for a living for 13 years. Like, but uh, he 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 doesn't like Shannon Sharp. He he feels like Shannon Sharp is a sellout. But he was like, then he said, like he was trying to make what a point. He's like, a sellout. Like what? He said, what his thing was was he talks bad about every black athlete that has an opinion, which isn't true because he doesn't talk about LeBron who has an opinion. Um, but anyways, um, uh, he so he, he was trying to make a point. He was like, if he said that about LeBron. Or if that was LeBron, do you think he has that same energy? Like, if LeBron was the one who said "f you," would he have had that same energy? Like, yo, yo, shut me up, then. And I was like, well, first of all, you're somebody who posts talking about how soft LeBron is, how much greater Jordan is than him. So he's the worst example you can use. LeBron has never been in a fight. Like LeBron's never been in an NBA fight. We've seen Michael Jordan get in the fights in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? It was like that one time where he did whatever that move was to Reggie Miller. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, what the hell? Like, that shows 
that. That shows that Michael Jordan can't fight. And Michael Jordan was a tough player. Michael Jordan can't fight. You know what I'm saying? Like they like don't the only matter of fact, matter of fact, who's an NBA player that you believe if it came down to it could really throw hands? Ron Artest? No, I'm talking about like today. Today? You know what? I got one. Who? <laughs> uh, Dame time. You know what? Dame, yeah. Like, like I see, I've seen, Dame, I've seen Damian Lillard on the mitts. Like, son, he he can throw. Like he 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 punt he. I don't know if he like. I, I hope he never tries to do the whole celebrity boxing thing. But if anybody were to be able, were to do the celebrity boxing thing, and I think they could do it and look good doing it, uh-huh. it'll be him. Because he does it. Yeah, he because he does it. In the off he, tra- he uses boxing for training in the off season. So like, no, nobody's gonna tell me that Damian Lillard ain't got hands. Now, do you think Shannon Sharp would be scared of Damian Lillard? The only person I can think of that got hands. No, he's bigger no. and stronger than him. And also, Shannon Sharp grew up like on a farm. He got that country strength. What would make like that? It was like I said. I just this is a, this is the stuff that I hate with haters. Like, I don't like haters. And even though there's people, don't get me wrong. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate Baker Mayfield. I hate Zach Wilson. I hate a lot of athletes. But I'm not a, I hate Kevin Durant, but I'm not a hater. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, Kevin Durant can't, Kevin Durant can't get buckets. Like that's something a hater would say. Or Aaron Rodgers, he ain't that good of a quarterback. No, that's, no, he's one of the best. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he's not or the best ba- quarterback in the league. Or Baker Mayfield, he can't, he's like, he could lead or a Baker- team to a loss. <laughs> that's actually the truth about it. But, um, <laughs> But like, or or I, 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 or me saying like, like you've never heard me say Baker Mayfield doesn't belong in the NFL. I just don't think he should be a starting quarterback. But because of his cockiness and arrogance, he probably doesn't belong in the NFL because he probably won't take a backup role. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's just a, um, I just, I hate the hater talk. I hate the hater rhetoric. Like, oh, um, like people always try to talk about Floyd Mayweather. Like Floyd Mayweather was an elite boxer. Oh, all he did was run and hug. The only thing I saw him do was run his fist into people's faces. <laughs> that's that's how you win boxing matches. What's it called? That's, the, that's why it's a sweet science to hit and not get hit. I don't know why these I don't know why these motherfuckers be thinking that uh that would be you just supposed to get in the middle of the ring and just start throwing haymakers until somebody collapses. It's like yeah. this is not Hearns versus uh Hagler. Yeah. Like now there now there's there's nothing wrong with a Hearns versus Hagler fight. Yeah. If that's your particular thing. But it's like, no, these niggas be talking about folks running. Because they used to street fight, they didn't know how to put, get into those stands. They didn't know how to throw hands. No, no, no. They knew how to throw hands. They just because they just threw their hands. Yeah, yeah. There was no technique to it. There was no mission to it. It was just 
niggas closing their eyes and hoping and hoping they hit something. <laughs> like I remember, I saw this. Uh, these uh, these dudes, high schoolers, were outside, and this one kid, this one kid, throwing punches, and another kid. I think he know how he knew how to fight, but if he didn't know how to throw hands, he he had, he really knew how to move and had good uh, head movement. Yeah. So he's going around swaying and dude's missing his punches and the dude says, stand still so I can hit you. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Why would I do that? Why, so you want me to, he was like, man, you ain't doing this. Stand still so I can hit you. And dude was like, I ain't trying, he's like, I ain't trying to hit you because I ain't, he's like, I ain't really trying to fight. I ain't trying to hurt you. Dude was avoiding hurting him while this kid was like, Stay still, like yo, y'all. You know, you know the 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 the. And we'll get back to the Shane Sharp thing. I want to get your whole opinion on it, but you know, there's 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 about there's probably three or four punches that are great in a street fight that you may learn in boxing or that you will learn if you were a boxer that are really effective in street fights. Um, they're really effective in street fights if you're fighting somebody who doesn't really know how to fight. And actually, even if you fight somebody who does know how to fight, um, it, it's very effective. And um, here's here's what they are. First of all, a nice one-two. So jab, straight, cross. Jab, straight, left, straight, right, depending on what your, your, your stance is. That'll get you out of a lot of fights. Like, or what we in the hood call the two-piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deontay Wilder won a heavyweight championship off the two-piece. A nicely placed two-piece would put mm-hmm. a lot of guys down. Here's the other punches. Here's the other punches. Um, And you learn this from Terrence Crawford if you watch the Sean Porter fight. Mm-hmm. Sean Porter's problem is a lot of times he would throw the jab from too far away. Yeah. <laughs> so Terrence Crawford in the southpaw stance would, because he would do that, if he's in an orthodox stance, he can catch him with an overhand right. But in, when he was in the orthodox stance, he was getting caught too much. So he went to southpaw, he went to southpaw stance. So you would throw a right hook to avoid that. But Sean Porter knew the right hook was coming, so he kept ducking under. But that didn't mean that he wasn't lunging. So when mm-hmm. a guy is lunging, usually he's his head is down. So what punch does that leave you with? An uppercut. You you can get out of a lot of fights with a one-two and uppercut. You ain't no you don't have to throw no hooks. You don't have to do none of that. If you ping ping. Most people, if you catch them enough times, they're gonna go down. And if they start lunging, if they start lunging, if you can, if you can avoid the punch, still stand your ground and throw an uppercut, depending Ooh. on how you're standing, you're gonna get them out of it. Like every, the street fights that I've been into. And the street fights that I've seen on um, social media, mm-hmm. the one, one, two, and uppercut is there every single time. 
every single time. It just all depends. Because one thing that you learn in boxing is to keep your eyes open. Like a lot of people, when you throw in punches at them, they'll tend to close their eyes and just move their head or try to yeah. move their head. But if you, you can't hit what you can't see, but you also can't dodge what you can't see. So, yeah. you know, you're just guessing. You just, you know, and then you you could be you could be right on the first guess, but then if the dude is flailing, <laughs> that other punch come in while your eyes is closed and you will be in Kirkpatrick. I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I wish Shannon Sharp did Kirkpatrick Dylan Brooks because he has the worst shot selection on the Grizzlies. And don't be mad because you freaking getting done in, you know, and LeBron is pushing you around the court. But... What were your thoughts on that whole scuffle? Like, all right, so it goes into what I was, what I said about earlier. So um, earlier, when I saw it, there it was the, you know, my favorite podcast. So when I watched it, they were saying that Shannon Sharp needs to be a spectator sit down shut up and enjoy the game but spectators heckle players all the time so that's all he was like is it because he's Shannon Sharp you think he shouldn't say anything because he's a LeBron fan you think he shouldn't say anything so it's like you know my opinion Shannon was being a spectator it just so happened that it was Shannon Sharp that was the spectator and what's it called Shannon Sharp Shannon Sharp said a fact dude got upset and he got in his feelings it's like it just so happened Shannon Sharp is one of those people that just ain't gonna tolerate you saying whatever it is that you wanna say like Steven Adams like every he could've just been going back and forth with Dylan Brooks Steven Adams could've kept his ass going back to the bench instead of walking over and saying anything. Because mm-hmm. what is, like, what what are you defending? Like, if you went over there to defend your team, what are you defending? Trash He's talk? Other side of the court. The complete other side of the court. You're not doing anything but escalating the situation because you're walking up on somebody and what are they gonna do? It's gonna be fight or flight. Because you walking up to something, you walking up to him like, it, and in a hostile manner. So you were just walking up to him for talking trash? It's like, let's keep this. So I know on the uh, on that podcast, they were saying he needed to be quiet. It was like, oh, he's being a LeBron sexual and this, that, and the third. Then somebody brought up, what about Spike Lee? He's like, oh, Spike Lee is different because he's been a Knicks fan for years. Why does it matter? He's a spectator, right? Like, my thing is, my thing is, like, the Grizzlies, like, lately have been on this, it felt like they've been on this thing where they've been, they're they talking been like they tr- Yeah. It's like, it was, it's almost like the, um, with the Timberwolves. I remember the Timberwolves had beat the, uh, I think it was last year. The Timberwolves had beat the um, 
warriors of the game. I think uh, I forgot. I think it was uh, Draymond Green had airballed a corner three, and what's his name? And Carl Anthony Towns was acting like some like he was ducking or ducking something, uh, falling out of the sky or whatever. It was like, when was the last time y'all won a playoff series for y'all to even be sitting here acting like y'all like y'all could just talk whatever? I remember you remember Michael Jordan there time. He just say he said that the Celtics, the the Celtics knew they were gonna fold and they were just gonna beat them, and it was the same thing with I think the uh, Pistons. They no matter how they started the game, they were gonna it was like they just knew that we were gonna fold. They were gonna beat us. Then they went. Then they won the '91 championship, and it was like they felt the same way. Like they won the championship, and now it was almost felt like they were toying with opponents now because they had that. They were on that high. And um, and it was like they just felt like no matter how you started, you were going to fold, and the game was gonna be, and the game was gonna be over at the end, and we're gonna become become victorious. It seemed like teams like the Timberwolves last year, or even the Grizzlies last year and this year, just make it seem as if they they made it to the promised land, and now it's. Now they're the hunted. When they're still, when they're still at this point, the hunters. Exactly. They they're not even first get... place in the conference. I think the I think the Nuggets are first place right now. So I'm like, you, you're like you you doing all this for what? They went on that nice 11 game win streak, but like, excuse me, but like they, what are they doing? Like, like, can you, yeah. can y'all advance? Can y'all advance to the finals before you start acting? Or like I said, can you win a championship before you start acting like y'all? Like y'all lost to the Lakers, who are one of the worst teams in basketball right now. <laughs> and it's like, and um, what's it called? And e- even though it, uh, even though it strays in uh, strays away from it, even though it's still the same team, they asked the question: Who was the better dunker? John Morant or Zion Williamson and two of the panel said I'm going to go with Zion because everybody and your boy Trevor Noah he said everybody keeps on talking about John Morant and all these highlights and it's like it just seems like he's just trying to jump and throw the ball into the hoop from wherever it's like everybody keeps on giving him the yeah everybody keeps on trying to give him the give him the thumbs up because of the attempt is like at some point you're gonna have to make those attempts because like he, 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 like he, 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 he does he does he does dunk on a lot of people so I don't want to take that from him but he gets way too much credit for almost dunking on people yeah because it's like you're just yeah we, like you're athletic yeah you have the athleticism to do it but it's like you just seem to. It's like you want to make the highlight. And you just jump from anywhere just to try to throw the ball into the rim. You keep on getting credit for the attempts. It's like it's like a LeBron. It's like LeBron going to all those finals. You getting credit for the attempt, but you but you lost more finals than you won. I like on some real jump. And here's the funny thing. Like this is I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just don't like players that everybody likes. 
because I was a huge John Morant guy coming out of college. Now, we even had the conversation where I was like, like he's gonna be rookie of the year. Uh-huh. Like, and everybody was like, no, that's Zion's award to lose. And I was like, Zion's gonna get hurt. He's gonna be rookie of the year. And he was rookie of the year. And he's one of my favorite, he 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 was one of my favorite players to watch. But now everybody is like giving him so much credit. And I'm like, he he's a he's a best player on a really good team. Don't get me wrong. But to sit there and say that he's a better dunker than Zion Williamson, that's because he dunks on people. But Zion dunks on people and has flashy dunks. Mm-hmm. Like I, I maybe I Zion's whole highlight reel is dunks. I, I just don't know. I don't know if maybe I haven't seen enough John Morant dunks, but a lot of his dunks are dunking on people or catching alley oops. Which is great, especially for his size. You usually don't see people get his size getting thrown out of use. Um, but Zion, I'm seeing him doing 360 windmills and shit. I haven't seen, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the game. In game dunks. You're doing dunk contests. You can't dunk on people in the same dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you can't just be like, hey, stay in here and jump when I tell you to jump. And that's going to, no, that's not how it works in the slam dunk contest. Also, just just settle it. Participate in the slam dunk contest. Who's the best dunker in basketball? Yeah, you're going to see if you got the creativity. But back to the uh, Shannon Sharp thing. It's like, you know, my thing thing about the Shannon Sharp situation, like I said before, he's a spectator. He's He's like, he's a spectator. He's a LeBron James fan. Every, if every, folks want to get on Shannon Sharp because he's a LeBron James fan, it's like, yo, he's like, oh, he's being a LeBron sexual. What about y'all with y'all favorite players? Because nowadays it's either, it's like, and nowadays it's like, you have a favorite player, you ride the dick. It's like, you can't even have a favorite player anymore. You get, he's like, it's like, it's like, yo, who's your favorite player? Oh, it's uh, Damian Lillard, man. You a dick? You dick riding Damian Lillard? It's like you can't, even, like you can't even enjoy watching a player anymore without being a dick rider. So it was like, <laughs> like yeah, he, he caps, like he caps for LeBron James a lot. He was like, oh, go James, go James, smoking, smoking beer, we, popping up we, with black and miles and shit. But we already know we've seen that for years now. Like, why like, are we surprised that he? Why are we surprised that he's defending LeBron at a Lakers game? Exactly. And they they even tried to say, oh, if it was Skip Bayless, they would have tried to cancel Skip Bayless. It was like, don't like don't bring in somebody who doesn't do that. Yeah, you know, don't compare somebody who doesn't do that with somebody who does. Skip Bayless don't even go to games. Exactly. And what's it called? They even tried to say that uh that um Shannon Sharp should have kept that same energy with Skip when Skip told him to put his glasses back on when he uh when he came at him about the um Tom Brady thing and said he didn't care that he was a Hall of Famer. So why did you keep that have that same energy with Skip? What? I don't even understand what that even means. It's like I guess he snapped he snapped on him like he snapped on Dylan Brooks. 
He probably did it more professionally because he's on live TV and that's his job. Y'all acting like y'all act the same way on the clock and off the clock too. <laughs> folks, yo, folks acting like they be keeping it real a hundred percent of the time. It's like y'all, like shut up, y'all don't. Like, if like y'all got a job, like me, and you gotta go on your. Somebody like me who has, um, who has been known to, to check people, and even at my last job, there was they, you know. They, they they used to say I had no filter, which is false, because I don't I don't say eighty seven percent of stuff that comes to my head about y'all. Like I actually, matter of fact, I have a tremendous filter. <laughs> if you were to ask me, I have the greatest filter of all time. <laughs> but I'm like, it's somebody like me who's been known to check people, even check manning management. I don't say everything and I don't say every, even if I do say it, I don't say it in a way, I don't always say in a way that it comes to my head. So it's like, no, he did check him. He was like, no, you ain't gonna, and he was like, and he told him what was up and that was it. And even after that, where he was talking about, he would hope Skip takes it down. And he was like, you even let me get through my monologue and he checked him then. Skip bit, but what you want? What do y'all? What did y'all want to happen? For them to use the whole segment, arguing with each other. That's what y'all wanted to happen. That's not good TV. They still have a job to do. They still Just have like to y'all have still have a job to do when you when you're at your job and your management says something crazy to you. And I, and I don't use the word boss. I don't think anybody has a boss. Management. That's their. That's their. The sec. The the day I ever see a job and the job title says boss, then I'll call you boss. Outside of that, you're a manager, supervisor, executive. You're not nobody's boss. So stop calling yourself that. But um, matter of fact, it's actually kind of funny. I was like. <laughs> when uh with where I work now, my my manager, she was talking to me and then she we were talking about the Duchess and she was like, Yeah, she was like, you know, you're probably gonna go home and be like, Hey, my boss said and I was like, I would never say that. And she was like, she was like, say she was like and so she was like laughing, she was like, she said, she was like, Oh, she was like, Oh, she'll probably um, well, you think it was like something like she was going to be jealous or something. I was like, no, I've never used the word boss in my life to describe somebody. You know something funny? She is yet. She has never said that word around me again. <laughs> That's a cuss word to me. That's like calling me the N word. And she's a white woman. Don't ever say that to me. You don't tell me what to do. You make suggestions, and I choose to do them. <laughs> yeah, there's only two like, people on this planet who tell me what to do, or I should say, one person. The other person passed away a long time ago. The other person's Coco Puff, and she 
<laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah. Nah, we gonna do <laughs> look, cause look, I ain't trying to get abused. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'll do what she says. She gonna hit me with that. Oh yeah. And then I'm in trouble. No, let me stop though. Um, <laughs> but like you said, it's it's hilarious that that um people people um like they're always quick to like point at certain things where they felt like a situation should have been handled in a way that they know they wouldn't handle it themselves. Exactly. Because you weren't walking offset. You weren't going to walk up to dude and punch him in his face. You weren't going to do none. You weren't going to do nothing that was going to jeopardize your way of living. Period. Because here's the thing. Who's to say because who's to say that if he went at Skip and he walked up, he punched Skip in his face for disrespecting his NFL career, right? Who says that Shannon doesn't lose everything because he made an emotional decision? Are y'all still going to be the same folks that be like, yeah, he did what he was supposed to do to Skip because Skip ain't going to... uh Skip is like Skip ain't gonna sit here and keep on disrespecting folks, or y'all gonna be the same folks that turn around and be like, "Yo, Shannon was stupid for punching him in his face. He should have held. He should have. He should have held back. He should have kept his composure. He's on live television. Folks, folks only no. want to give their opinion. What? People saying that about Shannon Sharp when Will Smith kept that energy. They said he set the whole black race back. That's crazy. That's crazy. You wanna know something funny? Will Smith slapping the dude, set the whole race back. Why hasn't J- any of uh, Jada Pickett's behavior set the whole race back? I think the reason why is because folks keep caping because of the fact that it seems like yeah, it always it always seems like when it comes to these certain situations where accountability needs to be held for other people's behavior, they do it for select folks. Like Jada, Jada's behavior, oh, she was just doing her, she was unhappy, this, that, and the third. I mean, they they probably were swingers anyway. Like they made so many excuses for her behavior Oh, she was just, she was just like when she talked about Will, when she talked about uh, Will really not, it seemed like Will wasn't satisfying her in the bedroom. Oh, Will is like, she's just speaking her truth. Not even thinking that she, not not even giving a damn that she, that the, that she's putting the head of the family in in a spot to where he looks like 
you basically have his balls in your purse. Oh, it was like, oh, um, you got you got your daughter who's never met Tupac before writing a letter saying, I wish you were still alive for so um be, so I guess mommy could be happy. Yeah, it was like if it's like now what Will did was wrong, even though we're going back to something old. But the thing about it is what what you didn't do was protect him yeah you didn't protect him you only cared of the only thing you gave a damn about was how you felt you only gave a damn about what you had to say and then folks and then folks were uh folks only cared yeah folks only were always like oh you're just speaking your truth not knowing that the head of your household is now looking like he's been castrated in front of everybody and he probably felt the pressure and having to do something to defend your honor. And that's that's the thing that even sucks. He he basically put a stain on his career to protect your honor, but haven't done the same for him. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Versus he doesn't satisfy me. And the whole world knows. He defended your honor. He he put a stand on his career to defend your honor. Because he felt some sort of way about the situation. Versus you going on red table talk. And talking about how he doesn't satisfy you in the bedroom. It's like... Or basically how you wanted to be with Tupac how you wanted this how you wanted like you just made it you just made your you just made it look like it's like I didn't want to be married so why the hell did you say yes like why did you say yes like you like he 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 put himself in a bad light with one slap and folks are barely even call- and folks are only calling you out because because now folks think that you should be held accountable for what's going on. Everybody turned the entanglement thing into a joke. Not even think not even and even with uh, Will Smith crying on set and look at the way that he looked when they did that red table talk and made fun of him for that shit. Nobody wants to keep the same energy, but every, nobody ever, like, folks want to talk about folks need to keep the same energy, but they only say that when it, co- when it comes down to when they feel it's necessary for them to say it. Yeah. Shannon should have kept the same energy with Skip like he did with, uh, like he did with Dylan Brooks. But if he would have lost everything, uh, if he would have walked, if he would have did something to skip, would y'all be saying the same thing? Or you should have said that he should have controlled his emotions. <sighs> like people are just so fickle. 
It's like there. It's like opinions change with opinions change with the seasons. Yeah. Anyways, let's wrap this shit up. What's your party shot? Congratulations for Don to Jacksonville for making it as far as you did. You were you're basically one year ahead of schedule. Get your cap situation right. You get your cap situation right. Make the right picks in the draft. And we'll see we'll see you back in, I don't want to jump and say we'll see you in the Super Bowl because it's still a long ways to go teams don't just it's like it's still a long ways to go because it's just one year that this happened just one year anything could happen just make sure you keep you keep with the consistency and get uh, Trevor Lawrence what he needs get yeah get the talent around Trevor Lawrence um, like the way it needs to be you have to keep his development going and I can see I can see a lot of playoff appearances I can see a lot of playoff appearances in our favor we just need to keep on with the arrow trending upwards yeah um my parting shot is uh Good luck to the teams that are still remaining in the playoffs. It's officially Kansas City, the rematch of last year, Kansas City versus uh, Cincinnati. And we have the 49ers against the Eagles. Um, And also to all you Cowboys fans, stop it. (laughs) Stop it. Like, for real. To be honest, y'all overachieved this year. Y'all overachieved this year. The, um... Y'all played... Y'all played the worst team in the playoffs just so you could advance. Stop acting like you're a good football team. You're not. You haven't been for a long time. As a die-easy Jets fan, I know. I get it. I get it, man. We've been losing for a long time. And the unfortunate thing is, y'all actually win enough games to make the playoffs, so your franchise gives you false hope every year. (laughs) Stop it. Just stop it. This is, what is it, second year in a row they've been beaten by by the 49ers? Like, Stop it. Dak was never 40 million. Now all of a sudden I'm sitting here again. Dak shouldn't have got 40 million dollars and all this other stuff. I'm seeing this all over my timeline now. But y'all were the same one saying we need y'all knew we need to pay him. Shut up. That's why I hate <laughs> y'all. I hate fans of all teams. Y'all have no realism involved. I hate all of you. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. If you're a fan of a team, like if you call yourself a diehard fan of a team, I hate you. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, that includes my brother. <laughs> because, the, well, the difference between Zero and everybody else is he can actually be objective. Most of y'all, there's a very, very minute percentage of y'all that can actually have some objectivity about your team. So it's just like, matter of fact, if Zero were to talk about the Jaguars to a Jaguars fan face to face, they'll probably be like, I thought you were a Jaguars fan. Why are you talking so much trash? You see, when, that's what I mean. Those are the type of people I hate. Delusional fans, man. Delusional fans will say things like certain players should, certain cornerbacks should be in the all pro team over Sauce Gardner. I don't know who those fans are. <laughs> but that was, <laughs> certain players I don't know who those players are but the best corner in the league shouldn't be first team all pro I, I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh man you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the best pass defender on the top pass defensive team. Yeah, he should shouldn't be in the, he shouldn't be first team all pro, but okay. Um <laughs> but anyways, that's my partner shot. I hate you fans, period. And Giants fans. Y'all weren't a good team either. Um, and you got exposed when you went up against a good team. But anyways, that's it for us, man. We'll see y'all next week. We love y'all. Tune in wherever you listen to the podcast. And we'll see y'all next week.